Welcome to This Is His Story podcast. Ministries and God's stories you need to know. Episode 12, Churches Don't Know the First Thing About Online Giving. Money and churches, pastors asking for money, how do Bible teachers juggle preaching about giving? Listen, to those of you tuning in right now, I run the same risk we all do. Speaking the truth of God's word, some will think we're just greedy or want more money from their pocket. Your church members, maybe even you right now, put up a quick wall when Christians discuss money and giving. There have been plenty who've gone before us who did not ask biblically or they misuse God's money. And that makes it harder for you and me to talk about the subject of money and giving. Listen, I get it. But there are ways to talk, biblically speaking, about the joys of giving. And let's face it, not everyone is in your church each Sunday. Church members spend way more time online than in your pews. And you can teach about giving to your blue in the face. And sometimes they just don't hear. So I want to talk about giving your flock and ways to bridge the gaps right now in this podcast episode. But I want to talk about something that is a little bit controversial to start, but I want you to put this lens on. It will help you with the rest of this episode and with the concept of church and giving. And that is this. A lot. I won't say most because I have no idea what the number, but I would say a lot of pastors believe deep down inside if they don't even preach it from the pulpit that mature Christian giving goes like this. You give to your church first, and then you give sacrificially to parachurch ministries. You give your extra money, but you give your first fruits to the church. Now, if you believe that, um, this is where you need to sit down for a minute (laughs) Because I know a lot of pastors who have come to me and said they used to teach that early on in their ministry. And then as they look further, they find zero, and I underline zero, biblical principles or verses that say that is true. So what I want you to do is is think that through. It's a big pill to swallow if you believe it, but that you can give to God you can give of your first fruits without necessarily giving to your home church first. I would say there's nothing biblical about not giving to your church, but the idea that it gets all your first fruit tithes and then extra giving goes somewhere else, it's just not biblical. Um, there's plenty of instances where the Lord talks about giving and he doesn't say church first, church only. He just says the Lord loves a cheerful giver, and you actually see evidence of people giving to their neighbors. In Acts, we see that churches gave to Paul that they may feed the starving during the famine in Jerusalem. And so what has happened with this mindset is that churches have put very little effort other than, you know, once a year or a couple times a year talking about giving. They're a little shy of it. And then online, they just put a giving donate button in the top right corner of their website. And they just assume 
that good givers will give and they don't have to work at explaining the needs of the church to the giver. It creates a giant problem. So just for the rest of this podcast episode, I want you to have a different lens on if you had the lens that a good giver will just give to you because he should be, and that's biblical and mature giving. But if you realize that the church actually has a responsibility to talk to donors, givers in the way that they think, then it's going to change how you react and what you do, not only from the pulpit, but on your website. Okay, so let's just back way up real real quick and talk about COVID. So what happened with COVID um, with all the shutdowns is churches were forced. Some were already headed in that direction and doing a good job, but we all went online. And that means a lot of different things to a lot of different churches, size churches, churches with resources, churches without resources. But I would say 80, 90% of all churches really concentrated on the streaming of their service. Some worked hard on engaging people and doing ministry online, even outside of the traditional service, whether that means youth or Zooms for women's ministry and men's ministry, etc. But I would say, from my knowledge, a fraction of a percent really worked on online giving. Now, some people got a little bit more sophisticated with how they ask and how that integrated with their giving page. But I would say most churches were not very sophisticated. And here we are two years past that time. And a lot of churches still are not sophisticated. And the, I, here's what I blame that on. I blame that on because of COVID and the have and the have nots, the people that were giving, um, a lot of people did very well financially during COVID and they weren't spending as much and giving increased to a lot of ministries and churches. So churches are being blessed with online giving without really doing anything other than quote unquote ministering online or streaming online. And so the urgency isn't there. The problem is, I'm not having done this for decades. We all know that there's ups and downs in the economy and trends. And when the the spigot turns off on the giving or lowers, there's been nothing. And I want to underline and capitalize the word nothing being done to with most churches online, fundraising strategies, tactics, because a lot of churches just don't, they, they don't like that word strategy, tactics, marketing, but in all honesty, it's biblical and what's going to, and I'm going to explain that in a minute, but what's going to happen is when things are going wrong, then everyone's going to look and say, well, what, what can we do? And I'm here to say there's so many things that churches should be doing to speak the language of human beings slash members, part of their flock who are online. They're giving to other organizations online and they're not giving to their churches. So even if you're, do, if you're listening to this podcast and your church is doing very well online, here's what I challenge you. I bet you the same people who weren't giving in your pews still aren't giving online. So you, we, we, we can't argue that things are fine. No, no, no. Matter of fact, they may even be worse because 
you have givers that are giving more. So it's really throwing off your numbers of it's not staying front of mind of how many people you have sitting in your pews that are not giving. Okay, so let's let's talk about that for a minute, about it being biblical to ask, talking about marketing strategies. Listen, if marketing and strategy is good enough for Jesus, it should be good enough for you and your churches. I know a lot of churches don't like that word. It feels like a bad word. But Jesus was strategic all along the way, even when he moved to Capernaum. Like he was out in the middle of nowhere in Nazareth, and he moved to a city right on the Sea of Galilee that's right by one of the main thoroughfares of the Roman road. So when Jesus performed a miracle, people who saw it and heard about it moved down the road, and the his ministry grew very fast because word got around. He was strategic of where he located and the timing of his ministry and the timing of his miracles. He was very strategic in how he talked to people, the woman at the well, strategy all along the way. And churches sometimes just feel like, well, people will come to us. We we, we don't have to Work hard, the Lord will supply it all. Well, I guess the Lord could blow a winning $100 million winning lotto ticket against the church window. He could. Don't know if he's ever done that, but he could. But yeah, it's okay to talk about your church. It's okay to talk about needs. It's okay to talk about ministry. It's okay to talk about needing funding to perform something of big importance. It's okay. It's not a bad word. And the little donate button in the top right of your navigation is not marketing. It's not compelling. It doesn't speak to people who have a passion to give. And you're just assuming they are going to wake up one morning, walk to their computers, go to your website, go to the top right, click the word give, no matter how clunky the giving page is, and they're just going to give like that. That'll never happen. It'll never happen to the people who don't give to your church. And so you have to have a plan, a strategy, and you have to talk to people in a way that works. The proof's in the pudding here. I worked with an organization out of Chicago. No, actually, this one was San Francisco, the story. They gave me people in their church who had never given to their church before. They were members or frequent attendees, but they had never given. And all I did was help them compose a story of something that their church already does. And I helped them tell that story to that group. And I think they raised 17000 or 27000 I don't remember. It was one or the other. Either one. Significant resources from a group that has never put one penny into pass, you know, the passing of the plate of their church. Why? Because I just told the story better than they were. Do you think those people would have woken up and given anything that day? No. We talked to them in a language they understood. We gave them a need. You know, we use best practices that I already use with other nonprofits. And um, now these people think about the church when they want to give because now they connect the ministry of their hearts to the church's ministry. And there was a gap until we closed that gap. Frankly, I'm a little worried about the house of cards that's going to happen when the economy goes down. Churches are going to see a dip 
and they're not going to know what to do about it. Well, the old adage, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the next best time is today. Well, it works the same with online digital strategy. It just does. Is If you haven't been working on telling your story and engaging with people and potential givers, then when you need it, you're going to be in trouble. So start today with that, right? So some churches, think think of this. There's two ways to deal with the church with, when it comes to online. Some churches are online and the fact that they're just there. Think about the mall and they put a sign in the middle of the mall, like a kiosk with no person in it so that people walk by and they see your ad, but you're not there. Other churches are doing a way better job of putting a person in the kiosk and sort of really being online, they can stop and talk and engage with people that pass by. But when it comes to online giving, the idea of just putting a sign up and someone's going to walk by and give, it just it will not work. Trust me, been doing this for decades. It will not work. So it takes a little bit more, quote unquote, strategy to learn how to speak to people and to their hearts and connect the dots. If you want any help doing this, you can pick up the phone and call me, but the easiest way is going to creativedigitalguide.com and clicking on the churches start here. And there's a little um, webinar and that webinar will really walk through the differences between churches and nonprofits and how there are people in your pews that are actually can be mature givers they're giving a lot, just not to the church. And I help explain this even better than I do here in the podcast and then give you resources if you want to go deeper diving into how your church and your flock can be engaged. So blessings. I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow on TikTok or Instagram for daily stories Christians need to know. Wanting to increase the reach of your ministry or your church's ability to make disciples? Come to my website for free resources and webinars built exclusively for Christian nonprofits and churches. CreativeDigitalGuide.com helps executive directors and pastors learn how to gain ministry partners to do God-sized missions.